In this episode of Women in Writing, you will learn all about female empowerment from a female empowerment coach from Florida. Her name is Bonnie S. Hardy, and she will definitely give you some nuggets of advice. Life is not always fair to her as well, but she's such an inspiration. So listen in. Thank you. Hello and welcome back to the Women in Writing podcast. My name is Christina and I'm your host. And I have a super special guest today and her name is Bonnie Hardy. And she is a women's empowerment coach. And this is super exciting. I met her online and Bonnie will tell us everything about herself and so, Bonnie, first question, what is a women's empowerment coach? Hi, Christina. Thank you for having me on your podcast. I'm very excited to talk to you. As a women's empowerment coach, what I do is I empower midlife women, say bon voyage, the shackles in their mind, so they can live their best life and reclaim their joy and passion. I help them get over things that have happened in their past that stop them from doing what they want to do. A lot of women that are in midlife, my age, I'm 59 now, it could be a widower, it could be a divorce seg. And you're like, you know, my kids have grown up and moved on out, all that. You're like, is there anything left to do in my life? I say, yes. There's a lot of things left to do in your life. Don't let what's happened in the past stop you from living the life of your dreams and and just, you know, reclaiming your joy and passion. So I'm like a two-year-old. I always ask questions, why, 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 why? Yes. You know, I'm a women's empowerment coach with emphasis on mindset personal development and gratitude and helping you to live your best life. I love that. That's so amazing. And I love that you have like your specific audience because I mean, for me now, like as a, a first time mom of a two year old, obviously I'm a, in a way different stage, but I can definitely um, relate in a way like uh, what's next, what's next. And I right. actually got an application for my program this morning from a woman that said like okay I'm now divorced and the kids are out of the house and um, I'm not super happy in my career so like what is next like what's next for me and it feels like almost like a lot of change in their lives right yes definitely um, you maybe you've been married for a long time and I saw that you are a divorcee or you are a widower and it's like you have your identity and being married and now you're not anymore and you don't know really what you want to do with the rest of your life so I can come in and I can ask the questions about, do you want to start your own business? Do you want to stay in your job? Do you want to get promoted in your job? Do you want to travel? My mom is in her mid-80s, and I don't know where she is right now because she's traveling around the United States with her boyfriend. Wow. You know, and they they visited all the national parks in the United States and all the presidential museums. And it's like, she's living her best life now. You know, she is a she's a grandmother. She's a mother of four, a grandmother of two, and a great-grandmother of a beautiful four-year-old great-granddaughter. And she's out there going around, you know, checking everything out in the United States. And she's living her best life. So I want other people to be able to have that freedom to live the, you know, the life of their dreams and reclaim their joy and passion. <clears throat> that is definitely um, such a great example and like such a motivation as well. I think it's it's cool because you know ultimately it's all about like what we are doing with our lives and like right. kind of like not giving up. I mean like the reminder here again is I guess you know yeah. mindset is everything, right? Right, definitely. I actually have like this little meme for the word mindset using the first letters of the word mindset. It's 
Mindset is knowledge during setbacks. Everything is terrific. Again, wow. mindset is that. knowledge during setbacks. Everything is terrific. I want people to have as positive mindset as possible. You know, reframe your negatives into positives. There's always going to be negatives going on, but there's always going to be positives going on too. So, you know, appreciate what you do have and don't dwell on what you don't have. And just, as you know, every day you wake up, wake up with gratitude. You know, not everybody woke up this morning. I have a five by five formula to rock solid day, which is five activities you can do from one to five minutes each in the morning to wow. ensure your day starts off strong. And that includes meditation, journaling, practicing gratitude, deep breathing, and grounding yourself. You know, you, you journal about how you, how you feel in the morning, how your night was like that. You name five or 10 things you're grateful for every day. You go outside. I spend a lot of time outside. And you just kind of look up at the sun and, and stretch out and just be grateful that, you know, you're able to see the sun. And a lot of times I'll, I'm outside at night and I'll see the moon and the stars. I'm learning about astronomy. And it's like, you know, that, that star that's out there, that's giving off light, you know, a thousand years ago. And it's just now hitting us. And you look at the satellites and you learn about, you know, astronomy and your, your, your signs like Leo, Capricorn, you know, how many planets can you see? It's like, it's really, really cool when you start kind of looking outside of yourself and outside of your house wow. and just, you know, being grateful and seeing how other people are doing things. You know, it's the holiday season and we celebrate Thanksgiving in the United States. So it's just being grateful for, for what you have. You've got a bed to sleep and food to eat. You know, you got you know, friends. So I just want everybody to, you know, show sympathy and show empathy to people who aren't in as good of a spot as you. And just, you know, smile at people every day. Smile at people, give people a compliment. You know, it takes five it's seconds. Awesome. Hey, I, I, I love your hair. Hey, those nails are really cool. You know, things like that. That's what I challenge people to do on a daily basis. Uh-huh. <clears throat> so how did you come up with these, um, with your like magical five, I would call them because... <laughs> You know, obviously, like for the for the writing women here, like journaling, you know, is a big one. Like there's a lot of yeah. people already in my world that are doing uh, journaling. But, you know, obviously it's such a good, you know, reminder. You cannot like do it enough. And, you know, it's just amazing. I think like, how did you come up with it? I'm not sure, actually. I just kind of came out of thin air. It was just something I would wake up in the morning and I would, you know, look outside or look up and it's like, You know, I'm, I'm grateful that I can see the full moon tonight or I can actually, you know, in the morning watching the sunrise come up and I just say, hey, you know, every, a lot of people have a morning routine to help them get their day started off strong. It's like, do these five things. You can you can spend one minute on each one. You can spend, you know, 20 minutes journaling if you want. Whatever works out best for you. Yeah. Then that that's the best way to go about it. If you want to just go stand out outside and ground yourself for 15 minutes, just yeah. stand in, you know in bare feet in either the sand or or like the the grass, and just kind of feel the the warmth of the sun on your face and the and the and the feeling of the grass in your bare feet. Because everybody's always wearing shoes all the time. I honestly haven't worn my sneakers, and unless I'm the only time I wear my sneakers is when I'm at the gym. And I live in shorts, t-shirts, and and um, flip flops. So oh, I'm always, <laughs> so I'm always, you know, feeling that on on my feet and stuff. And it's like, once you get out there and you start doing it, it's going to start coming a lot more naturally to you. And I know it's starting to get a little cold in some places, 
And I don't want you going standing out in the, in the bare feet in snow, obviously. That's, that's not going to be very good. But just, you know, be grateful for things and be thankful and, you know, count your blessings every day. Not everybody has as good as everybody else. And no matter how bad it is for you, yeah. there's going to be people that, that, that have it worse. So just be grateful for what you do have and don't dwell on what you don't have. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, I think it's just so meaningful, like what you just shared. And I think, yeah, obviously, you know, like in England, shorts and yeah. t-shirt and like uh, flip-flops is maybe not the best idea. But yeah, right. I think grounding, like it's so beautiful. And like, yes, you can do that everywhere. But I think it's kind of like a lot of people are like us, like we have a lot of knowledge, but we kind of like forget to do it. Like if we don't yeah. really implement it in our day, then you know, we kind of forget about it. And what you described, like standing in the sun, like feeling the warmth, it's just that sense of being present, right? Of being present and then just experiencing it. I think um, for us, like, and like it applies the same for myself and like maybe like, especially in the writing world, like it's a, it's a big thing, you know, like where's my next client coming from? Like, especially when you didn't figure it out yet in terms right. of how you get your clients and then um, obviously we also like have sometimes like really tight deadlines and um, like my first couple of years as a writer I was freaked out about my deadlines I was like right. thinking about them all the time like having that in the back of my mind or oh, I still have to write this and that and it kind of like freaked me out and I was like afraid like can I get it done or not or like you know obviously like you always get it done somehow right um, and you can communicate um, with a good like with a client if it's not the case but I feel like it's almost like the nervous system is always like kicked on. Right. You know? Like, can you share anything like how, um, first of all, like what, like in your, in your own words, what the nervous system is and how you can make sure like that, you know, we kind of like are not in that constant, like fight or flight mode all the time. Yeah. My, I mean, that's kind of like my description of the nervous system where, you're always in fight or flight or even freeze mode too. And it's like, you're always going, 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 got a lot of stuff going on and it's easy to, you know, get overwhelmed. And I tell people, once you start getting overwhelmed, just stop for like five or 10 seconds, just take a deep breath. You know, when I do my breathing for my five by five formula yeah. and I've taught this in numerous groups and stuff, it's like in through the nose, hold it for five or 10 seconds and out through the mouth and just, yeah. Let's and you'll see your body relaxes and stuff. Yeah, let's let's do this. And everybody's watching this. Let's do this. You know, a couple times. You can put your hand on your heart, hand on your chest, whatever. In through the nose, hold it for a few seconds, out through the mouth. Okay, everybody, start. There you go. Good. Deep breaths. Fill up your lungs as much as you can. In through the nose, hold it out through the mouth. <clears throat> I know everybody's doing this right now. You're feeling a lot more relaxed right now, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, just make sure you fill up your lungs all the way. I've heard studies that show that people don't, they only fill up the lungs halfway. They don't take deep breaths. So, you know, if you want to do this every hour for, you know, two or three times, it's not like you have to spend 25 minutes doing this. Just when you get overwhelmed, stop. Take a deep breath, and yeah. usually once one or two times after that, you're going to feel relaxed. So there's going to be times you need to really, you know, take a lot of deep breaths. But for the most part, just take one or two, come back to center, and you're okay. 
You know, I do a lot of EFT tapping. I do, I'm a cognitive behavioral therapist, coach, practitioner. So I work with people on if certain situations are always getting you nervous or scared or something, how can we kind of flip that? And what kind of things can we do? Some people have like the fidget spinner and when they get it crazy, when they, things go crazy on them, they'll just like squeeze the fidget spinner and then they feel so much better. So it's always little, little things like that. You, you want to be in the, you don't want to be in the flight, fight or freeze mode because you don't want to just freeze and nothing goes on, but you don't want to like, you know, run off. Exactly. So just stop for a couple seconds, come back to center, balance yourself. If you need to go off to the restroom for a couple minutes, go do that, come back. And, you know, you feel a lot better when you take those really deep breaths. That is really what helps you get back to center. Because I found when I get, sometimes I have too many things going on at once. Hey, stop, stop, take a breath. Okay, now I'm okay. Now I'm smiling and stuff, you know, so it's all good like that. A hundred percent. So do you think it's, so what is um, your kind of like magic formula? Like for someone that says like, oh, I tried this and I tried this and I tried that. It just doesn't work for me. Like, what do you think is most of the time going on? Is it like that they are not consistent or um, is it, what is it? They might not be taking it seriously enough. Maybe they're not doing it properly. And you have to, you know, you have to be consistent. You have to give it time. You do have to try, you know, different things and see what works best for you. And you have to kind of be like in your body and feeling it. Are you actually feeling a difference when you're doing certain things? And yeah. if you're not really, you might need to, you know, switch to something out. That's why there's so many different modalities out there. And, you know, they all work for For a lot of people, some of them don't work for some people, but that doesn't mean that modality itself doesn't work. And that doesn't mean something's wrong with you if something doesn't work for you. Mm-hmm. You just have to find the right one for yourself and your personality. And, you know, sense. whatever works best for you, keep with that, do that. And once you're consistent, and I tell people kind of start taking track. If you get, if you get like anxiety or panic attacks, Keep track. That's why journaling is good, writing it down. What yeah. caused me to have that panic attack and how long was I kind of out of it, so to speak? And then um, you'll notice there's certain patterns that probably will happen. Maybe you always have a panic attack as soon as you walk in the door at work and you punch in and you get all crazy, right? Yeah. Try to see if there's a situation in your environment that you can change so that's not as bad. And now that we're getting closer to the holidays, It's going to get crazy with traveling. Am I going to your house? You're coming to my house. Am I going to stay with you? What, what kind of food are we going to eat? How many people you have coming on? Are these people going to get along? All that kind of stuff. So that's 100%. very, very stressful. So you have to kind of take a lot of that into, you know, consideration and just find out what works best for you. That's why my programs are bespoke for each person individually, because I have to see what works best for you. There might be a little bit of trial and error. First of all, we work everything out. But once we, you know, I know what your goals are, what stopped you in the past, how to get going moving forward, then we can move forward and we can really get going. Yeah, that makes so much sense. So what is the main like what what where do you describe like where you people are like when they start to work with you like what is the mo like what do they want to change about their life is it like that sense of purpose like that you just described like when we started out like just kind of like oh everything changed 
or is it like maybe that people are confused don't have enough clarity they don't have enough maybe they have a lot of self-doubt like what is the main um thing where you think like you can help them I work a lot with people who have like confidence problems or maybe an identity problem. Like if you've been married for a long time and suddenly you're not, whether it's through the death of your spouse or a divorce, you might have had your identity as this person's spouse, you know, and now that's not your identity. And so oh, now you have okay. to move on as maybe, you know, a single mom and you have to deal with, you know, all the divorce oh. things going on and, And, you know, the kids and your friends, our friends, my friends, and, you know, that causes a lot of problems sometimes with friendships and family. So some people don't, their identity is so, is one way, and now suddenly their identity is something different. You know, maybe you lost one of your children, and so now maybe you only had one child and you lost a child, so now you're always a mom no matter what, but now you're not, you're not a mom, so to speak. Yeah. So maybe, you know, you have a different identity. Some people, you know, feel down, downtrodden by society. You know, they're always, you know, they're, they're really not sure what's going on. And people, you know how mean people can be sometimes. And I don't, I don't deal with people who are bullies or anything like that. It's like, you know, you got to be respectful or, or you got to go. And some people, they just, their life is so different at a certain point. And they're like, you know, maybe at that age now you're retired. It's like, what am I going to do with my day all day long? You know, it's like, hey, you know, you want to volunteer? You want to, you know, start your own business, do whatever. So I do have to ask, you know, a lot of questions and really dig deep and see what the ultimate why is. Because you know how it is. Why do you, why do you want to lose weight? Because I want to feel better. Because I want to, you know, but ultimately yeah. you might want to lose weight because eventually you want to be able to get on the, on the ground and play with your grandkids. Play yeah. horse with your grandkids, go outside, play baseball with them. That is the ultimate goal that you want. But the top goal is I want to lose weight to get better, get healthier. And then we got to dig, dig, dig. And then it takes a while sometimes, but we'll eventually, you know, as mindset life gratitude coach, women's empowerment coach, I have to, you know, really dig deep sometimes with people. I do and also like a lot journaling of is gratitude is good, good too. When you write stuff out, journal everything out yeah. and that that'll help you really dig deep just you know what's that called like brainstorming write everything out and we'll eventually get to the the, the deep part where we're, we're really going to start being effective i love that like it's so great i do a lot of uh like when i became a mom like i did so much mindset work also like intuitively like and it just came to me with like other people and like um, I also like was diving deeper into human design and all of these like beautiful yeah. things. And um, I have a mindset session with my um, group like every other week. And it's just, yeah. it's just amazing because, you know, like once I feel like once the mindset shifts is yeah. like when everything shifts, like I have people that say like, oh, it doesn't work for me. I applied for so many agencies and like I didn't, I'm not, I wasn't successful um, already and stuff like that. Like, most of the time it's the mindset that when this kids, you know like when you act from a place of like oh i have to get a job i have to get a writing job i have to work um you know like i mean people trust me when they come into my world that i can right. lead them and i can guide them but then obviously if someone is not willing to put in the work um and to change like 
then yeah. no, it's very difficult for me as a coach. And I think right. like, there's obviously a thousand ways how to make it work. But as you described, it's almost like, what is the question behind the question? Like, what yeah. is your why? What, yeah. Why do you want to do that? Do you just want to be a writer? Like for some people, it's I want to leave a legacy. I want to prove to my right. parents who never believed in me that I can be a writer, that I can make yeah. it work, that I can make an income. Some people say like, I do it to be a good role model for my kids. I want right. to be home with my kids. I want to work from home, you know, like it's so many different aspects. And I just, I, I just love what you just that, uh, said too. Like, it's like almost like peeling the onion, like, right? Like, yeah, that's right. You know, I, you know, I have to peel the onion all the way down to the bottom and it's it's you know yeah you want to leave a legacy you know what do you want people to say about you if they hear your name what do you want them to say about you it's like i don't want anybody to say oh gosh bonnie she's such a pain but i don't want to be anywhere around her i want people to say yeah bonnie you're really cool and you know we enjoy your company and we like we like talking to you and seeing you and making sure you're okay and stuff because I want when when you hear my name, I want it to be associated with something positive. It's like I know Bonnie's gone through a lot of stuff here, there, and everywhere. She's been going through a tough time, but she's still showing up every day, being positive, helping other people out. So 100%. that's what my legacy to be with people. Like I'm glad to be your friend, and I, you know I, I enjoy talking to you and giving you advice and getting advice from you and encouragement and stuff like that. And it's ultimately also like where the magic happens, right? Yeah. Like I mean being persistent and yeah because you know if we just look for like what is not working and just focus on that like I mean yeah. like someone uh said to me I'm not sure if it was like in a um on another podcast or whatever but someone said like it's like almost like you're wearing a white t-shirt and everything like I mean obviously not life cannot always be like positive and good but right. like if it's like positive like most of the time and then you know like um and there's like a uh you know a stain of like chocolate or whatever on your shirt yeah <laughs> and all people focus on is that stain you know yeah and just everything else that's great and maybe like it's human psychology a little bit that people tend to focus on the negative but you know it can be also just you know just crazy i guess you know sometimes yeah, you know, you're right, Christina. A lot of people focus on the negative. They can have one person say something bad about them and 90 people say something great, but they focus on that one person. And that's just human nature for whatever reason. So yeah. I say, hey, focus on all the positive, all the things that, you know, you know, I tell people, like, write down your wins for the week, everything good that happened that week, write it down. You know, each day, write down everything good that happened. And then at the end of the week, you know, you have your uh, everything all together and you look at, you know, maybe, you know, I'm in a coffee shop right now and somebody um, bought me a bagel this morning for breakfast. I'm like, that's something cool. Exactly. You know? That's amazing. That's what we well, do. husband and I yeah. do. over Christmas time, like paying for the people like behind us yeah. in the line and stuff and obviously like donating. I think like it's yes. And then it's obviously also like connected like to money like money is an energy and like yeah. you know just giving back and not hoarding and like i think it's all about the flow like letting it flow like positive energy because that's what you receive as well you know yeah most most definitely let it go and you know i had a bill that was due in a couple of days like tomorrow and you know i i paid it today i was like it's only like a day too early but you know, I feel better about paying it. It's out of the way, so I don't have to worry about it. And you have to have gratitude for even paying your bills. A lot of people complain, oh, my gosh, I have to pay all this money for my electric bill each month. Well, that, that electric bill 
you have no lights that you can't get online you know all these different things so have gratitude when you write that check for your electric bill or when you pay it online yeah have gratitude for going to the gas station even if the petrol is a lot of money yeah you know you're still putting the petrol in your car and you are um able to drive where you have to drive to so it's another gratitude for little things yeah, Sorry, I have an attitude, attitude of gratitude. gratitude. Yeah, an attitude of gratitude. That's the way it is. Thank you. I have an attitude. You know what I'm saying? Yes. <laughs> I get confused on that too sometimes. I have a gratitude. I have an attitude of gratitude. So. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. I really enjoy talking to you. Thank you so much. I would love to um, just wrap it up with like, what is like the most like uh, important tip that you can just give someone like. If they like in a in a place where they you know don't feel well, like something they could immediately change, would it be the breath or like what would it be for you? Um, I would probably write down five or ten things I'm grateful for, and and think about why why you are grateful for that, and you know if you have to do this on a regular basis, change things up what you're grateful for, and think about people that even you know don't have it as as well as you. You know, some people woke up in a bed this morning. Some people woke up, there's the baby, there you go. You know, some people might have woke up on, on concrete. Some people are homeless or out sleeping outside. So just be grateful that you woke up every day. Thank you so much. It's really great having you on here. I thank you so much. I will pop your information and like everyone that wants to reach you, I would highly, highly recommend to work with you because you're such an amazing being. Thank you so much for being on here, Bonnie. All right. Thanks a lot, Christine. I appreciate it. Have a great rest of the day. Have a rock solid uh, weekend. Thank you so much. This was another episode of Women in Writing, and I was super excited to talk to Bonnie. She's such an inspiration, and I hope that you got some nuggets of wisdom from her too. If you enjoyed this show, please leave a review and share this podcast. And I can't wait to share the next episode with you with a real powerhouse. Thank you. Bye.